Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Good morning and welcome back to another exciting, informative, hopefully, uh, episode of Naturopathy Today. I'm your co-host, Michael, with my bud, Steve Langford from HealthQuestPodcast.com. Good morning, Steve. How you doing? Good morning, Michael. I'm right there with you. Uh, we were talking about our morning experience and we have shared those before. And so I'm here with you. I've got my coffee and I'm ready to go. <laughs> You know, I, I should have gone and gotten another cup of coffee here. Anyway, um, I thought this morning we would talk a little bit about the aging process, since I think both of us are going through it. Yes. If we're lucky, we'll go through it, right? Absolutely. All the way to the end. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm counting on. You know, and I'm trying to make mine 120. I figured, right. by, you know, at 100, I'm going to retire. And then for the next 20 years, I really want to play Okay, Maybe for 10 and then just kind of chill and relax for the last 10. Well, Any well, from your mouth to God's ears, Michael. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. So this morning, last night, we took my son-in-law out to, and my daughter, <laughs> out to dinner. And I had iced tea and I had a horrible night sleeping. And that made me realize that there are so many folks out there that have horrible nights sleeping, tossing, turning, falling asleep, getting up for us older guys multiple times during the night to urinate. And so I thought we might talk about some sleeping, how to, how to, get to sleep, some methods and techniques for getting to sleep, as well as some of the minerals and nutrients necessary for sleep. Having the sleep issue last night, have you had nights like that as well, Steve? Well, it's interesting that you should mention it, Michael, because last night I had one of those nights where I was up uh, with the gentleman's visit, uh, probably four times during the night. And usually I go right back to sleep. It's usually not a problem. But I have some things that I've been thinking about, things that I wanted to remember in the morning. And so, you know, every time I'd go back to bed, then my mind would be worrying. So last night was unusual for me because it was one of those nights where I didn't sleep well through the night. Boy, am I miserable I feel bad the next day. I don't function well the next day. And so knowing that about myself, I really work hard to get a good night's sleep. And it's always a little disturbing when I don't. I can hardly imagine how difficult it is for people who deal with this chronically. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate because what a lot of them do will end up taking drugs and sometimes with the drugs, they may wake up feeling exhausted or hungover. And so one of the natural, the best things to do are a multi-minerals. And, and I have also a sleep formula that I use. And then sometimes because I'm such a, a firm believer in minerals, I'll combine the two and they will pretty much give me six hours of straight sleep. Even where being at our age, we have that tendency to wake up two, three times a night. I find my first wake up 
And I, because I look at the clock to see and I count in my head, okay, if I went to stop reading at 9.30 and I got up at, you know, 4.30 and 9.30, 2.30, oh, wow, I got six hours in, I'm excited. And at 4.30, either I'll stay up or I'll urinate and I'll come back to bed and I'll say, okay, so I'll sleep for another hour because I, I like to write in the morning. And then sometimes I find, wow, it's 6.30. <laughs> and, you know, it's like you lay there, you you think, and you don't remember, which I always find really fascinating. You never remember falling back asleep. You know, right. it's like, damn, I wish I could get to sleep. And the next thing you know, it's 6.30 and you think you just laid down at 4.30. Have you had that experience as well? Oh, every time I fall asleep, I, I never know when it's going to happen. But usually, and my wife tells me that I can fall asleep in a minute sometimes of my head hitting the pillow. So I have a history of, of falling asleep very well. But when I wake up and I have something on my mind, um, certainly worries can do that, but it can just be something that you know, I want to make sure I don't forget or that I'm trying to figure out. But the thing that I have found that helps me the most in that moment, and I've mentioned it several times uh, during our previous podcast, um, is if I just take breathing. a couple of minutes to do some rhythmic counting, deep breathing, I find that almost, I would say 98% of the time puts me back asleep within a couple of minutes. And I'm always amazed by how well it works. I have preached that to many people. I don't know how many have actually tried it. That one thing worked when I need it, which is for me mostly intermittent. Yeah, I have a thing that I do, and that is I have a series of numbers that I run, and I repeat that over and over. And the reason that came about was in, in working with one of my teachers about how the mind works what the concept is, is that it creates a track and an association. So by repeating the same thing, just like you have the association with breathing, that allows you to fall into sleep. So the constant going back over that number allows me to fall asleep. One of the things people might want to try to do is, you know, say, uh, I'll give a mantra, if you will, okay? And that would be something to the effect of mind, mind, I am falling asleep. Mind, mind, I am relaxing. So just keep repeating that. The problem with most folks, I think, is that if it doesn't happen immediately, they give up. And as you well know from life's experience, we need to really work at whatever it is we want to accomplish. If it's difficult and if we don't succeed immediately, it doesn't mean we should quit and give up. It just means we should continue. I mean, obviously, there are aspects to be investigated, but in something like this and making the effort to sleep, you need to find a method and technique, whether it's breathing, reciting a particular track of numbers like I do, counting sheep, <laughs> as you know the commercials do but something and to stick to it until it works, you know? So well, one of the things, yes, I, I think that's, that's so important when you're waking up and need to get back to sleep. But you mentioned something earlier that I think 
our listeners should consider for themselves is, are they doing anything in the evenings that uh. might be contributing to this? So you mentioned drinking tea with a little bit of caffeine in it is enough to do that for you. Yes. I find that if I have a glass of wine in the evening, it doesn't sit well with me and I don't sleep as well. So I tend to not drink at night, which is most of the time. So I'm actually not doing it very often. But for other people, it could be things like eating too late or watching stimulating TV and then going to bed or whatever it is. The point is to look at their lives and see, are there things that might be interfering with their ability to get a good night's sleep? And hopefully you don't get to the point where you feel like you need drugs and medication because I have found not that I've tried them, but my wife has that they, they don't, didn't work for her. Not a one of them actually worked for her to give her a good night's sleep and things like magnesium did. So she takes a, a magnesium at night, every night and has slept so much better since discovering the value of these nutrients for facilitating, I guess, brain function and brain calming. And you can explain the value of these minerals as you mentioned that they're one of your tools. Oh, absolutely. But I always do a complete multi-mineral. In fact, my nighttime ritual, and I usually about 30 to 45 minutes before I'm going to go to bed is, and we stop eating at seven, no more snacks. You know, and, and our last snack by and by is organic popcorn. My I do my recovery zymes, a half a dozen, three prostate or four, because at our age, it's always good. And then whatever falls out of the bottle of minerals, usually it's four to six <laughs> and, and then two vitamin D. That's my nighttime ritual every night. So another thing, you know, you, what you brought up was, is that we do begin to worry about things that are going on in our lives, especially as we get older. I always think that sometimes people plug into a little bit of the fear associated with leaving. And so, you know, and then you start worrying about what everything that's going on in the world today with the economy, with the drought, with this, with that. And those are the kind of things that that can keep you up. I think the attitude to take with that is I isn't if I remember correctly, there is an expression, give me the wisdom to be able to change what I can and the or give me the knowledge to change what I can and the wisdom to know not to get plugged into what I can't. Something right. to that That's effect. Something like that. That's the wrong like idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm not real good at uh, paraphrasing those things. Anyway, well, you get the idea across, and that's what counts. It's it's it's, and that's why we're here is to transmit some of this knowledge and ideas for people to explore and find what works for them. Because it's interesting, you and I, we've been in this industry a long time, and yet we have slightly different approaches because of what we have found individually. So in any case, as people are listening to our advice or trying whatever products or, or techniques to continue to search what works best for them, because it Absolutely. might not always be obvious in the beginning. Um, in my wife's case, I found in addition to the magnesium that uh, if we used blackout curtains and made the room really dark, 
um, that helped as well. And so, you know, there are things like that that may help other people. Some others use like quiet white noise uh, to yes. sort of uh, give them some distraction. And so it's not that one size fits all, but there are many solutions that our listeners can appropriate and discover what works for them. And this is a process of discovery. It really is. You know, I flashed on the commercial of the, the couple in a tent and they were from like New York City and they were out camping and it was so quiet. It was driving them crazy and they had to get a, a device that gave them traffic sounds to help them fall asleep. And you're absolutely right. Everybody needs to try to find that thing that works for them, whether it's a mantra uh, I do believe, though, I will have to say, not because I sell them, but I do believe everybody would benefit from bringing minerals into their system. You know, a lot of people take a one a day and they think they're getting everything they need. I'm a firm believer that you may be getting what you need on the vitamin end of it, but not on the mineral end of it, because our foods are so processed that I do not believe there's enough minerals, even in organic foods, to right. help you deal with the stresses of life. Because as we've talked about before, stress compromises your calcium, your magnesium, your zinc, and you need the magnesium relaxes, the calcium is a contractor, but you need both. And so I don't believe that people get enough of that. But those other methods and techniques, they really do need to find one that works for them and, and to have the wisdom not to get plugged into stuff that worries them if they can't change them. That's a big challenge these days that I find that the news cycle is so ubiquitous. People are so glued to their devices yep. and to needing to know what's happening in the moment that we really borrow a lot of troubles that we can't in a moment do anything about, and yet we take them on and they create worry, whether it's global, regional, economic relationships. There are so many things that can interfere with our functioning. It just seems prudent to me, and this is something I've practiced, reducing my exposure to the news. You know, I get 20 minutes um, and then I feel like if there's something important, I'm going to know it in that 20 minutes and I can be done with it. And I find that not being obsessed with being totally plugged in has been very helpful. And I don't know, but I wonder if that's a problem for today's generations is that we are so plugged in that it's hard for our brains to even function normally because we're getting habituated to these things. So I think it's not just that they're a time waster, but because we do it so much, we get habituated and therefore we get anxious if we don't. Maybe that's a little sidetrack, but it's just something I thought of is what we see is so yeah. common today is this connection to devices. You know, it's really a fabulous point. And then I think there was an expo expose that a lot of the programs on the phone are done to addict you to, yeah. you know, being plugged in. And it is a distraction. You know, I, I don't understand. It's like, I don't understand gummies in our industry <laughs> for adults. I mean, I just don't understand that. And I don't understand the need 
for the games. I mean, people are playing games. You know, if you travel on a plane, you see people, they're on their, you know, they're playing games all the time. I could see it. I mean, I play solitaire in the morning and, you know, I have a series of games I go through and that's it. In the evenings, it's Jeopardy and Wheel right. of Fortune to keep the mind active. But these other games are more like a distraction. And it's almost as if the powers that be, and I know how this sounds on some levels, that the powers that be do not <laughs> want us aware and awake. They don't really want us to think. They want us to be distracted. They want us to be plugged in to what they want us to be plugged in. And it's interesting that every news channel tailors its presentation and its content to continue having you believe in a particular vein of thought. Right. You know, they don't want you questioning this. This is this is the gospel. Like the Bible, there are multiple gospels. You know, you have the four, and then if you get into the Apocrypha, you have those that were, you know, discarded. And then you have the one that was found, you know, back in Quan Ram, uh, the, the gospel according to Thomas, the gospel according to, I think, Judas. There's one of Mary. So there's a book out there called the Nag Hammadi Library, which is really worth buying and reading from a different point of view. Anyway, I think that one of the things that we should cover next week, following up on what, you know, what keeps us awake is stress. And we've talked about stress before, but I think it's something that needs to be reiterated because of everything that's going on and hopefully sharing with people a different point of view on stress. But finishing up with today, multi-minerals at night, the herbal teas that you brought up, uh, chamomile is fabulous. It's non-stimulating. And I love uh, sleepy time tea from uh, Celestial Seasons. So I don't know, what herbal teas do you like at night? I actually don't drink herbal teas at night. Um, uh, <laughs> so I don't particularly have a favorite because it's not been something that I've made as a part of my ritual. But see, again, that points out that the, it's the individual's response to whatever it is that they're attempting to do. And this idea of stress... <laughs> I know is not directly related to sleep as the only thing, but it affects every aspect of life. Absolutely. And it's one of those things that we need to examine because if we're not dealing with our stress and we all have stress, so how do we deal with it? How do we reduce it? Not watching the news all the time reduces my stress because Amen. one, it gets me in touch with life as it is around me, my world. What can I impact? And therefore, it keeps me more centered and more focused. And so while I know this is a challenge for a lot of people, it, it, it can be done. And that's what we want to leave people with. And whether it's including the minerals, including, you know, counting sheep or whatever kind of mantra, room darkening, if that's what you need, even a blind blindfold can serve that purpose um, at night. So there are answers for people if they will just seek them out, try them, give them a fair trial. You need to retrain your brain a little bit. So, you know, talking about stress is going to give people benefit in all aspects of life, including their sleep. Absolutely. Just reminded me of one thing, and then we'll say goodbye. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Only one. And that is when I travel and I go on the road and I'm in a hotel, there are some hotels 
where they have the air conditioner built into the room or not built in, it's a unit and they're loud. I always carry earplugs with me. And yes. that may be something for some of the folks at home that, you know, you may have a refrigerator that makes noise. The air conditioner may make noise. The ticking of the clock may make noise. Get yourself some earplugs. And um, that's all I have. <laughs> My last <laughs> words of advice. And uh, next week we will cover stress a little bit more deeply. And if anybody has any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Steve and I have a lot of experience and knowledge, and we're hungry to share it. I don't know if hungry and share are the same, <laughs> but we're willing to share. We're here for you. Anyway, that's it, Steve. Thanks for joining me this morning, and hope you have a fabulous everything. Same to you, Michael. Thank you for joining us, folks. We'll talk to you on our next episode. There you go. Take care. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels. <music>